are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good show for you today. We're going to go over the Women Tell All from last night. Uh, we're going to talk about the website today, the website the rest of the week. We're going to talk about charity being named The Bachelorette, how it was done, and then I've got a uh, social media comment for you to make in regards to some of the, the final three women of this season. And we will get to that momentarily. This podcast brought to you by Trivia Star. Trivia Star has thousands of five-star reviews in the Apple Store and is the number one trivia game on the App Store. Download it today to challenge yourself. Go to the Apple or Google Store and search for Trivia Star. Download Trivia Star for free today and get ready to flex your brain muscles. Also, podcast brought to you by Green Chef. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. Go to greenchef.com slash realitysteve60 and use code realitysteve60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. All right, let's get going. Talk a little bit about what we saw last night on the Women Tell All. Well, actually, before we get to that, a couple things to go over. As you know, probably listening to this right now, I am on a plane to Vegas for the rest of the week, so Daily Roundup tomorrow and Friday will both be recorded in Las Vegas. I'm going to have a lot less... Mm, I'm just not going to have my ear to Bachelor Nation and what's going on when, I, when I'm out of town and trying to enjoy myself and watch 12 straight hours of college basketball for two straight days. Now... What I will say is this. I'm not going to have a, re- a reader emails column up today. I got overwhelmed yesterday with a lot of stuff. Obviously procrastinated, waited to the last minute to get stuff done, to pack, all this stuff. And remember, because I have to pack my awesome 80s costume for a party this Saturday. And because I'm going straight from Vegas to California for a day and then California home on Sunday. So... Where I'm at with this, I'm not going to do reader emails and not going to be any column today. It's just going to be your daily roundup and a um, sports daily. However, I have your reader emails that would have gone in today's column. And I think what I'm going to do is maybe split those up tomorrow and Friday and answer some of those questions during the daily roundup since I just won't have a lot to report on what's going on in Bachelor Nation. So I'm probably going to read your emails, send them in, steve at realitysteve.com. And we will go for a, we will take it from there. And hopefully I can read, you know, maybe eight to 10 on each podcast because I want to be able to give you something uh, over the next two days that's in the Bachelor Nation uh, re- uh, related world. So keep your uh, ears open for that on tomorrow's Daily Roundup and also Friday's Daily Roundup. By the way, when I just said I procrastinated, even after all the procrastinating and thinking I'm getting everything done today, not once did I break out the laptop and figure out again how do I record and upload something from my laptop after recording on my telephone, on my, on my telephone, what is this, 1985, on my cell phone and uploading it into the system. I'll, I'll get to it at some point, but we're good to go for the next uh, two days, hopefully. Now, moving on. I wanted to talk about the fact that you may be listening to this right now, and I might already be a few hours into tweeting out some of the guys for charity season. I think they're going to be going up early this morning, and by the time I woke up this morning, they would be there, and I'd get as much done as I could before I left for the airport, 
I have some time to kill while I'm at the airport, so I'll do what I can and get as many men up. But I, in terms of putting it, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know. Tweeting them out is the quickest thing to do. And then I, what I might do, I, I because, I, well, <laughs> I keep saying, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. I know, I, I know if the, if the guys are released early this morning, as soon as I get their last names and Instagram accounts, they're going up on my Twitter account. It's just a matter of if I put them on my Instagram story because that just takes time. I have to copy and save every picture into my phone and then have a, a, a notepad to where I write all their names down and cross them off as I get them. It's a very complex system, so to speak. So we'll, we will see. It might not even happen till tomorrow, but I definitely think they're coming out this week since filming begins this weekend. I am... Under the impression that filming begins this weekend, I don't. Nothing has told me that it has changed. But put it this way: if the guys are not released today, I shouldn't even say if they're not released today or tomorrow, because we've had it one time where the season started filming on a Tuesday, and the guys were released on a Saturday. So let's really hope they're not released on this Saturday. While I don't like the fact that they're going to be released while I'm on vacation, I, I guess it's better than a Saturday, but. Um, when I'm traveling again. So we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, I, I'm saying this now, I'm recording this on Tuesday night, but I just don't know the answer. I just don't know when it's going to be released. And if this show starts filming this weekend, the guys have to be released today or tomorrow because that's the whole point of what they do is they put the potential men out there on the Bachelorette Facebook page, and then they hope to get information for any problematic behavior in these guys' past, and they can cut two or three men like they do every season. The, the list that comes out on Bachelorette fan page or Bachelorette Facebook page today or tomorrow, assuming it does, is not going to be the full cast list. It'll be all of them pl- minus probably anywhere between two and four. And for whatever reason, doesn't mean that the ones that didn't make it all had something problematic come out about them. But it just means that, for whatever reason, the show chose to go in another direction. Last year, we had two women for Zach's season that didn't end up making the final cast that were on that Bachelor Facebook page. One of them was Vanessa Esparsen, and we know that whole story because she had that post about Brock Turner from 2016. That's clearly the reason why she wasn't cast. The other one was Sloane Clay. I have no idea why she wasn't cast. So, we don't know. But expect... When the cast list gets released, two to four guys from that list probably not making the final cast for charity season. I think one thing we got to do from last night's show is applaud this franchise when they actually do something right. But even when doing something right, it glorified the mistake they made during Gabby and Rachel's finale. As we know, Eric Schwer, Gabby's final choice, posed in blackface in his high school yearbook back in 2011, 2012, 10 years ago or so. And it was never addressed on the After the Final Rose. What they did bring up was an ex-girlfriend and what Amanda Kaler had said in interviews and had told me, and they addressed that. It's like, okay, you can address the ex-girlfriend stuff, but you can leave the blackface stuff, really? And then... You had women from this franchise speak out. Natasha Parker spoke out. 
Michelle Young spoke out. Michelle Young, I believe, said she walked out of the After the Final Rose because she was so disgusted that the show chose to ignore it. Becca Kufrin was very outspoken on their podcast as well, saying, I can't believe they didn't bring it up. So, all you can do in this situation when somebody does screw up like that is, are they going to change or are they going to continue the same behavior? At least for last night, the show changed. They did not keep the same behavior and ignore it yet again. But, unfortunately for Greer, she's the one that had to address it. She had already addressed it on Instagram, on social media, but the show, I guess, you heard what Jesse said on the show last night. We have not done a very good job of discussing hot-button topics, and we need to now. So it's like, okay, I, I appreciate you addressing hot-button topics, but it kind of sucks for Greer because she's like, why didn't Eric have to do this? But we all know the reason why they made Greer do it was because they screwed up by not having Eric address it. So it's kind of weird, but it's like you got to give them some sort of credit, I guess, because they could have blown this under the rug and everyone would have said, I cannot believe for the second season in a row you had a contestant involved in a blackface scandal and you didn't even address it on the show. Even though it was in their past and had nothing to do with the show, you've chosen to sweep it under the rug. So the best part about what Greer did last night, and I give her all the credit in the world because that couldn't have been easy to sit up on stage and say that, was the fact that, you know, when Greer addressed what she said, how many times did Greer say um, the word racist? Five? Six? Like, she acknowledged the fact that Doing it is racist. Defending it is racist. She said the word racist five or six times. Do you remember what Eric Schwer did? He put an Instagram feed post up, and he said, with just a black box, and said, I wholeheartedly apologize for the insensitive photo of me in blackface from my high school yearbook that has been circulating. What I thought at the time was representation of my love for Jimi Hendrix was nothing but ignorance. I was naive to the hurtful implications of my actions to the black community and those closest to me, and I will forever regret my offensive and damaging behavior. I am deeply ashamed by my actions and understand that my apology is the only the first step in taking accountability. Okay, great. He acknowledged it, said he'd be better going forward. We don't really know how this has affected Eric's life, if he's changed at all. But you compare that apology to what Greer did on stage having to talk about it. Now, granted, it wasn't live because this was taped back on February 24th. But still, at the time she did it, it was live. And she had to tell this and say this stuff in front of a live audience, something Eric could have done but was never called to the carpet on. And then you listen to Greer last night with an absolutely knock-it-out-of-the-ballpark apology and actually understanding what she did because she addressed the fact that what she did and what she defended was racist. And if you're going to come to me, look, I've already seen some of the tweets after I tweeted this out last night. You know, Coco TTE 890 with not again apology for blackface. This is getting ridiculous, white woman. Linda M. Vina. I agree. Stop beating a dead horse. So tired of hearing it. Can we move on, please, white woman? If you are a white person, you don't have, you do not speak out on whether or not you think blackface is offensive or it should be talked about. Shut the fuck up. 
Okay? I don't care that I read their Twitter accounts. Look, they have no followers anyway. But again, how come it's always the same people that speak out when a topic like this comes up? And when I say same people, yes, white women. Not all white women. I'm not saying universal. But I'm saying when you look at the people who had something to say about Greer having to talk about blackface last night, those are just two examples. I'm guessing 98% of the examples you find online are going to be white women who had a problem with it. You don't get to speak on this issue. It doesn't concern you. Yeah, it probably doesn't affect you at all. Blackface, what's the big deal? Of course, you're fucking white. I can't believe I have to explain this to people, but apparently I do. Because people like Coco TTE 890 and Linda M. Vina on Twitter are bothered by the fact that the show took time out to do this. I'm sorry, ladies. Sorry we couldn't make this show more convenient for you. Just stop it. Stop. How do you not understand this? This doesn't have to do with you. So to listen to Greer's apology, compare it to Eric's, it's comparing apples and oranges. I way more believe Greer, the fact that she even spoke to someone about this, they had that person in the audience. I mean, and then Eric just puts a paragraph on an Instagram feed. I have no idea. Maybe Eric's done all the work behind the scenes. I haven't seen one thing that he's done other than go surfing and post pictures with his new girlfriend. You can say, well, if he posts it, it's going to be performative. It's better than nothing. Better be called performative and saying like, wow, he's then post nothing and give people reason to doubt you. Got nothing against Eric. Never talked to the guy in my life. Never met the guy in my life. But he kind of got his pants pulled down last night when Greer spoke the way she did about defending blackface. And Eric's is relegated to a paragraph on Instagram. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place, and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. As for other thoughts in regards to the Women Tell All, <clears throat> my gosh. I mean, this show started out with the biggest bang ever in the history of Women Tell Alls because we don't really do this for the Men Tell Alls since men don't really wave when they're announced. There are 15 women that showed up at that Women Tell All for that taping on February 24th. 13 of them. Yes, 13. Count them. One, three did two-handed waves. 
it was it was almost like they got together before the show and decided as a group, let's all go with the two-handed ways because that was crazy. They just all kept doing it. It was like two-handed wave, two-handed wave, two-handed wave. I was like, wait a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up here. This is so many of them doing it. They must have agreed to beforehand because I can't believe 13 out of 15 independently just thought to do that on their own. And, of course, I immediately went to Bachelor Data on social media last night and was like, hey, this is the most, right? And sometimes I have trouble reading her charts because she only has the percentage of the women. Uh, 13 out of 15 was by far, I think it's double more than any other season. Ari looks like he was the closest. Ari's season had a little less than 50% of his women did the two-handed wave. Colton's was shorter than that. Peters was a little bit shorter than that. Clayton did not have a lot. And for whatever reason, Nick Vial's women just decided to, I don't know, mean mug the camera because they only had about 10% of the women on his women tell all give a two-handed wave. But 13 of the 15 last night. I think Mercedes and Kylie were the two that didn't. I could be wrong. But it was two, whoever it was, it was two back-to-back. And I know Mercedes and Kylie were sitting next to each other, and I remember it being top-row people. So I could be, I, I don't know, I could be wrong. This is going straight off memory. But I do know that 13 out of 15 did it. And bravo. I mean, thank you so much. It's the, it's the first thing I look for every single women tell all, is how many give us the two-handed wave. Then somebody came to me last night on Instagram was like, hey, since all, we're all looking for the two-handed wave now, we almost have to get even more detail than that. Do they do the wave or do they do the, you know, hands up, jazz hands, and almost clasp their hands together versus waving them like, hey, everybody, versus like you're trying to clap something in your hands? Maybe we take it a step further and we break it down even farther next March for the Women Tell All. I don't know, Bachelor Data, Susanna, you might want to get on that. We got to see because, I mean, unless the whole cast does two-handed wave, I, I don't see Zach's women getting beat on this. I really don't. But world Guinness Book of World Records set last night, 13 out of 15 women with a two-handed wave. Congratulations, ladies. Thank you for making my night. I told you yesterday that they were going to, and you'll hear me talk about it in tomorrow's podcast with Jacqueline Trumbull, that they really gassed up a lot of these women to just start yelling. And if you listen to Crystal Nielsen on She's All Batches podcast, you heard her specifically say, like, yeah, producers tell you, essentially, you need to make your voice heard on this show if you want to have a shot at Paradise. So someone like Olivia Lewis, who, look, I don't know anything about her. I'm sure she's a great woman. Sure, she's lovely as can be. But facts are facts. She was a night one girl, and she was running her mouth at other women last night when it's like you weren't even in the house. For her to make the comment that she did about Kat was a low blow. Kat said, you know, you went home night one. She goes, yeah, I did go home night one. And he got to know you more and still sent you home. It's like, okay, that was a burn? It just sounded really petty and really like, oh, please use one of my sound bites so I can get on Paradise. It just wasn't a good look for her. It's not a good look for anybody from night one to speak out and complain about anything. I'm sorry. It's just not. 
You look petty, and you look desperate to get on Paradise. And that's how Olivia Lewis looked last night to me. Petty and desperate. I think one of the other things on last night's episode, I thought the bloopers, that seemed to be one of the longer blooper segments I remember. The thing didn't seem to go on for like five minutes. Some good ones in there. I thought it saw, again, once once again, like it does every season, it shows way more of The Bachelor's personality in a blooper reel than it does in, what, nine episodes that we've watched up to this point? I, I think it's that's clear as day. I think the other biggest thing of this last night was, you know, something you knew about, the spoiler, Charity officially announces The Bachelorette. Jesse went to her dressing room after they cleared out the audience, and she was in her room uh, with a producer. The producer left, but, you know, they made her think that they were playing a game with her, and everyone's going to have conspiracy theories about, oh, she already knew. I, one, she didn't. Two, and if even if you think she did, I think that segment is way better, you know? This is the first time in the history of the show when they announced The Bachelorette, whether it was on GMA or Jimmy Kimmel or on the After the Final Rose, the person walking out on stage already knew they were The Bachelorette. It was actually pretty cool to see a genuine reaction. Oh, wait, I take that back. Take that back. I believe we saw Hannah Brown's reaction. Didn't Chris Harrison, like, go to Alabama to go get her or tell her, knock on her door or something like that? Or no, he... He FaceTimed her, and then he went to Alabama or something like that. But we did see Hannah Brown's uh, genuine reaction when she was named Bachelorette. And I believe, if you go back even further, when Deanna got the gig on The Ellen Show. So those are two. But I'm talking about most of the time, you know, this is Bachelorette number 22, or it's going to be season number, what is it, season? This is season this is season number 20, but it is our 22nd Bachelorette because we had two seasons where there were two women that played the role. Claire and Tasha and Gabby and Rachel. So this is season number 20. We just don't see it where we get a genuine reaction of them finding out when they are told they have become the Bachelorette. I guess Gabby and Rachel last year, but I, I think they had an idea at least. Charity clearly knew she had an idea because they wouldn't have just named her without having spoken to her before, having her gone through interviews. She knew she was probably up for it, but the way they presented it, it wasn't like they were saying, hey, Gabby, come meet us in this room, because then they, she probably would have suspected it. It's like Jesse came to her dressing room, started playing a game with her, and sprung it on her that way. I, It's just different. This is the first time they've ever done it on the Women Tell All. It's either on GMA or Kimmel. Or it's on the After the Final Rose. So I think the whole idea of it behind behind it being so different, I think it added to it. It was cool to see her genuine reaction. She's really excited to be the Bachelorette, like anybody would be. You see all you saw all the support from the other women last night on social media. Katie posting something, Gabby posting something, Ariel posting something, some of the other women posting something and, and cheering for her. Uh, I, I you know I'm looking forward to just another solid season. And we'll see where this goes uh, for Charity. Hopefully, you know, she finds somebody at the at the end of this thing. The last thing I want to talk about is just social media in general in regards to the final three women, because I know people love doing this every season and they love dissecting when they, you know, because, you know, every season during filming, at least down to the final four. And then this year you knew the final three were Ariel, Gabby and Katie for a long time. But you didn't know who won until February 6th, when I told you it was Katie, unless you believed some garbage Instagram account that was getting information from Gabby's friend's mother. You know, neither here nor there. But what I'm saying is this. When you 
are looking for that stuff and you're looking for clues from the time filming ended at the end of November until February 6th when I came out with the spoiler, you know, sometimes there's uh, sometimes there's clues, but nothing is ever 100 percent definitive. And this season, my gosh, the amount of posts that Gabby, Ariel and Katie have posted about the show, pictures, hugging Zach, pictures from all their dates. And it's not just like, oh, Katie's one on one date is this week. She's going to post pictures from it. No, Katie's been posting nonstop pictures of her with Zach. She's been posting nonstop people of tagging her and videos and photos of her and Zach. But the thing is, yes, she's the winner, so it's probably easier for her to do that. Gabby and Ariel, two women that clearly were heartbroken. I'm sure they're over it now. It's March. This happened back in November when they were dumped. But they're going along with it. They don't have to post pictures, but clearly they're told to to keep up the suspense. But the amount of pictures that Gabby is posting is just as much as Ariel, which is just as much as Katie. And it's been nonstop for the last four months. These women are really doing a good job of playing a role and getting the unspoiled people to think that they still have a chance. Because you could look at it and be like, oh my gosh, look at it. If he didn't pick Gabby, why is Gabby posting pictures of her with with Zach on their hometown date and reposting videos that people are tagging her in with her and Zach. And same thing for Ariel. I mean, Ariel posts a ton on her Instagram stories of this stuff. And yet only one of them won and it wasn't Gabby and it wasn't Ariel. And yet they're posting like, put it this way. If Gabby was posting the way she has for the last four months and Katie and Ariel posted nothing, you'd be saying, oh my God, it's obvious Gabby won. If Ariel posted the way she's been posting for the last four months and Katie and Gabby posted nothing, you'd be like, oh my God, she's giving it away. She's totally with him. That's what I mean. It's that blatant. But yet when all three of them are posting just the same, unless you know the spoiler, you would would have a hard time deciphering. I'm just going off social media stuff. Then there's the whole show aspect of it where I think the show, if you look at it hard enough, it's pretty clear by the edit. He's been into Katie since night one, and it was always Katie. But, you know, people will find a way to shit on that and say, no, that's not the case. And, you know, whatever the case may be, the spoiler's right. We'll see it in two weeks. Now it's moving on to charity season, and let's see if they release the guys early this morning. So thank you all for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple podcast. Much appreciated. The Sports Daily will be up in about an hour from now. Remember, no reader emails today. I'm going to read some of your emails in the Daily Roundup for the next couple days. And then we're kind of back on schedule next week. We will have a recap on Tuesday. We will have reader emails Wednesday. But then I'm out of town again next weekend. Then after that, I don't think I'm out of town again until my fan appreciation party on June 2nd, which is sold out now. So sorry to anybody who hasn't replied yes yet. It is sold out. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. And I will talk to you tomorrow. See you.